Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today is episode 1.14 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. I am Catherine White, and I am here to talk with you today about my thoughts on the topic of other people and how they relate or don't relate to you when you have cancer. This is always a big question that comes up in my coaching program and for myself. People want to know why don't they just get it. So we're going to talk about the frustrations that come up around other people in cancer, why they don't get it, and what we can do to support ourselves, how you can get your own support system in place. So let's get started. So many times I hear people living with cancer say that other people just don't get it. Nope, they don't. They don't get it. And I know that's not necessarily what you wanted to hear, but it's the truth. So let's take a look at this. Let's talk about why don't they get it. As you're going through all of the tests and appointments and treatments and post-treatment stages, you might feel like you could use all of the support that you can get. Or you may just want to talk with the people in your circle about what you're going through. And at first, people may be lining up to support you. Food, cards, flowers, likes on social media, whatever they felt they could do or bring to your world that would make it better. But perhaps you've started to notice a decline in their presence or their interest in talking about what you're going through. And this is not uncommon. It's sort of like the novelty fades and everybody goes back into their own life and they just really aren't present for you in the way that you might want them to be. And then sometimes they start to say things that make you cringe or angry. Maybe they start saying things like, oh, you look so good. It's hard to believe that you're sick. Or, oh, I heard about this thing that could help to cure you. Or maybe they say, I don't understand why you're so tired all the time. Or why can't you just try to do the things you used to do? It it might make you happier. Or maybe they just ghost you or the topic of cancer. Here's the thing, friends. They don't get it. They can't get it. They can't get it because they don't have cancer. So I want to offer that it's actually a really great thing that they don't get it. We don't want them to get it because to truly get what it looks like and feels like to have cancer requires a type of intimacy with the disease that can really only come from personal experience, from having cancer. And we don't want that for other people. That doesn't mean that your people don't want to be supportive if they aren't getting it. It doesn't mean that they aren't trying to be helpful. It means that their brain cannot conceive of what you are experiencing because it's not something that is familiar to them or that has been part of their past thoughts or feelings. They don't have it in their repertoire or in their filing cabinet of knowledge. If they've never had cancer, they're not going to truly get how you are feeling. And again, We don't want them to. They don't know what your thoughts and fears really are. Even if you tell them. 
It's a level of intimacy with your emotions that only you can truly get. And perhaps another cancer survivor could empathize and get it. But people who haven't had cancer just can't even imagine what it feels like. Let's use a specific example here. Let's talk about fatigue because that is a common cancer concern and it's a common thing that people just don't understand. So they don't get the same type of fatigue that you do, the physical and the emotional fatigue. Why? Because cancer fatigue exists on a whole different plane of tired. Now that's not to say that your people have never been dragging their butts tired, but you and I know that cancer tired is not about being overworked or lack of sleep. Cancer tired is not from being too busy or having done too much. Cancer tired is deep in your soul. It is tired on a level that cannot be explained because it's a type of tired that exists in you even when you feel good or when things are going well. It is a tired from the juxtaposition of being sick from the process that is trying to help you. It's the type of tired from stress and anxiety over what to eat, who you can be around, going to and from appointments, worrying about your kids, wanting to do things that are normal but you just can't. And tired is just one of the many things that they may not get. The truth is they don't get it and they never will. And that is a good thing. Again, for them to get it means that they are having your experience too. And we don't want that for anyone, ever. But this doesn't have to mean that all is lost. Them not getting it doesn't mean that they can't be part of your experience. You don't have to cut them out and they don't have to walk away. As the experienced cancer survivor and thriver, you can actually use this as an opportunity to get the support that you want. You can make this work in your best interest, friends. You can gather tools and strategies that you can then share with your people. This is what I do in my coaching. I give my clients tools and strategies and I say to them, teach the people, teach them what you need, talk to them about what you need. They don't get it. And doing this can actually help you to discover in yourself what you want and need and then ask that of your people. You can control the situation in a very loving and caring way. And in return, you can get the love and caring back that you're looking for. Now, maybe you think that this is a little bit ridiculous. Why should you, the person who's sick, have to tell the people what you want and need? They should just do it, right? Wrong. Remember, they don't get it. You don't want them to get it. You want them to hear you and support you. So how do you do this? Decide that you're going to take some control and find your voice. Be willing to tell people what you need. This is not selfish. This is self-love. If you want something and other people have no idea, tell them. It is likely that they will do it and that is a total win for you. Because they just want you to be happy and they just want you to be okay. They just are overwhelmed with a lack of understanding and a lack of ability to truly empathize. But that doesn't mean that they don't love you. That means they love you so much that it, it's hard for them and they might need you to give them that direction. So be clear. 
like really clear. Say things like, I need you to support my choices and respect them. That's just one example. Because how you choose to manage your cancer is your decision. The loving friends and family in your life may not understand why you are opting to take certain supplements or eat certain foods or even behave in certain ways. If you've always been a real introvert and avoided doing risky activities, and suddenly you're deciding to ride all the roller coasters you can, well, that might seem way out of character and crazy to your people. Or maybe you start spending money on an indulgence that may seem irrational to them. Their thoughts are not your problem, but their thoughts are coming from a place of love. And so we just need to remember that in everything. They really just love you and want the best for you. What you don't want, and I know that this can be difficult, is a line of questioning. You don't want them to be questioning all of your decisions. You don't want them to be questioning what you're doing. You don't want them to be questioning the why behind everything that you're doing. But their questioning is probably coming from concern and wanting the best for you. They can't read your mind or feel your thoughts. They can only see you from the outside and make comparisons to you before cancer. Now, I would caution you against spending your entire life savings, perhaps, and you may need to be a bit open-minded if they are recommending some caution, because you do still have choices, but you also have people who love you and want the best for you. So there has to be a little bit of balance in there. But again, Just be clear with them. Just tell them what it is that you need and that you want so that you can open up the possibility of a conversation and lead them to understand why you are thinking or doing the things that you're doing. And then just decide that this doesn't have to be hard. You can create or even co-create the life you want in the present. Sitting down and having the conversation about what you want, your desires, your needs, and balancing that with reality and the needs of your people is not unreasonable. Be open to sharing, but also be open to hearing. Remember that these are the people that love you and want the best for you. They can only operate from their own personal experiences and what they know. If they don't know cancer on an intimate level like you do, then they truly can't get it but that doesn't mean that they don't want to. In our experience, when I was living with my first round of cancer, we became really frustrated and upset that people didn't understand what was happening. And we really actually got a little bit angry and thought that people were abandoning us or that people weren't interested and even a little bit bitter that people were just going about their daily lives while we were sitting in this pain and frustration. And it took us a little while, and that's why I'm doing this episode, is because it took us a little while, and by a little while I mean probably a good year after my initial cancer diagnosis was was resolved, to understand that it wasn't about not loving us and it wasn't about not wanting the best for us. It was truly about their lives keep going while ours seems stuck. Their lives are moving forward where ours is just all about appointments and surgeries and treatments and getting up every day and doing our best. And what we realized is that we didn't express what we needed. We didn't ask for the things that we needed. We didn't tell people what we needed and they didn't necessarily ask us, but those that did ask, we tried to 
be open to having people help us, but at the same time, we were very protective of our own emotions and we're trying to understand the whole thing ourselves. So I get if you're going through this space of they don't get it, I shouldn't have to tell them what's going on, people should just know what to do, I can't do this, this is hard. But I just want to offer again that it's hard for the people that love you also. They don't know what to do because they don't get it. And how lucky are they that they don't get it? So these are just my thoughts around this real world cancer problem. Take some control, be clear about what you want and need, decide that this doesn't have to be hard, and be gentle with yourself and them. Everyone is just doing the best they can. Take the steps to get the support you want. You get to decide. Feeling understood and supported starts now. It starts with one call and an investment in yourself. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs of life with cancer. When you sign up for my Thrive with Cancer coaching program, you develop lifestyle habits to support your health building goals, you become more present in your life right now, you learn how to manage your stress, anxiety, and fear, and you learn my whole health approach to living with cancer. The question is no longer, do you want support? The question is, have you decided to start feeling supported? Support is just one decision away. Schedule your call today and let's talk about how cancer support coaching will give you what you need outside the medical system so that you can feel not just supported, but understood. You can find me at www.catherinewhite.coach. I would be so happy to get on a call with you to talk about cancer support coaching. And friends, if you've enjoyed this episode and feel that the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast could help others, I would love for you to leave a review wherever you are listening. Reviews help to make the podcast more visible to others, and since my hope is to reach and help as many people as possible, your review can make a difference. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.